let's freaking go. LSU are still your women's national champions in basketball. This has been one of the absolute most positively craziest stories in quite some time. And we can objectively say that the women's national championship game has generated more interest than the men's national championship game from yesterday. We're going to talk more women's basketball tonight. We're also going to lead off here with the Caitlin Clark versus Angel Reese uh, controversy that has still spilled over into now. And, of course, tonight we are going to talk about Brian Kelly. Now that Kim Mulkey has won a national championship in year two, okay, are we in a situation where the pressure has increased on Brian Kelly? And the answer to that is unequivocally yes, it is. But the funny thing here is it's not necessarily the pressure from LSU fans. It is the pressure just in general, right? Brian Kelly already had a ton of pressure going into this job, considering the last three head coaches at LSU have all won national championships, the last two of which nobody would consider even close to the coaching talent that Brian Kelly possesses. And not only did they win national championships, they did it quickly, right? Ed Orgeron won his in year three. Les Miles won his in year three. Um, I believe Saban was year four. So they want to get the job done quickly. Paul Minieri won his relatively quickly. So it might not only be uh, Brian Kelly, but even more so Jay Johnson, who is under more pressure than I think anybody, because I don't think anyone would have said going into the women's tournament that LSU was by far the best team going into the baseball NCAA tournament, they are going to for sure put all the pressure on LSU to win their first national championship since 2009. But it is without doubt that Brian Kelly, this is a football channel. We talk football 99% of the time. The pressure is amped up now, especially that Kim won hers in year two. Okay. National championships is what LSU is known for. We are known for actually hoisting the trophy so look that's what it's all about at lsu at other schools winning 10 games uh at kentucky is a big deal winning 10 games at south carolina is a big deal you come here to win national championships and with the fifth year quarterback and the best defensive players since tyron matthew you should be able to at least get the team close to the playoff but obviously one game at a time and of course we are going to talk about the lsu spring situation so they had another spring practice today all the practice footage that's being released looks very similar tomorrow night we will have another practice footage release video of some sort and of course we have a bunch of really fun stuff lined up for you and this weekend i will be in baton rouge i want to meet as many people as we possibly can and of course our big phl get together Coming up on April 22nd in Bossier City. So um, on Thursday, I will have a plan for all of us on Saturday to meet up somewhere in Baton Rouge to hang out because I do 
love meeting as many PHLers as I possibly can. And I've shared this story plenty of times, um, but you guys remember King Robert, he passed away, uh, you know, roughly a year ago now. I never got to meet him, met his whole family, went to his funeral, and uh, he is one of the best friends I've ever made in my life. And I didn't get a chance to meet him. One of our favorite viewers here on PHL, the guy that really got the train moving here. So I want to meet as many of you as I possibly can. So um, we say hi to Brantz. We say hi to Jared. We say hi to LA Mom. We say hi to Blaine. We say hi to Audrey337 Louisianimal. And once again, we are competing against an LSU baseball game versus Nichols, which is happening right now. So uh, the most exciting thing of the evening was Alexis Morris throwing the first pitch, and she did elect to go to the WNBA draft. I wish she would have come back for another year, but, I mean, it's kind of hard to top what she just accomplished, okay? So uh, on Thursday, we will have something figured out of where we're going to hang out. Uh, Branson's actually planning all of it. I'm kidding. But uh, but he's going to help me put uh, this uh, together. So there you go. Let's see. We say hi to Joshua, football card extraordinaire. We say hi to Rob. Uh, let's see who else um, else is in here. Okay. There you go. All right. Now, here's something else I'm going to mention. Okay. I do want to talk about what the great Caitlin Clark had to say today about Angel Reese. And don't forget that this story isn't just going to end, okay? As much as – actually, that's the wrong one. Let me see. Where's the one that I wanted to uh, play? Either way, I actually screwed this up. I had a Caitlin Clark clip from earlier. But basically, she told – okay, here we go. She told Jeremy Schapp, everyone chill the F out. I don't want anybody to be critical of the great Angel Reese. So here's a clip earlier with Jeremy Schapp. And uh, people talk about is, is race as a component of this. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Um, you know, no matter which way it goes, um, you know, she should never be criticized for what she did. Um, you know, I'm just one that competes and she competed. So um, I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. So, um, you know, I don't think she should be criticized. Like I said, um, LSU deserves it. They played so well. And like I said, I'm a big fan of hers. You know, one of the. So that was Caitlin Clark earlier with Jeremy Schapp. And uh, she said, stop all of this. It's nonsense. Not only did Caitlin Clark say she had no personal feelings towards Angel Reese and what happened at the end of the game, she also said, I don't want to go to the White House because, of course, the First Lady of the United States uh, said that she would like to invite Iowa and LSU. And, well, look, um, Caitlin Clark said, I don't want to do that. She said she doesn't want to be uh, a part of a championship celebration for somebody else, which is how it should be. I tweeted this out earlier today. 
I remember a few years ago, a politician, Carly Fiorina, uh, she is on the right, and Jill Biden, of course, is on the left. Um, she was a Stanford graduate, and they were playing Iowa in the Rose Bowl, and the Iowa caucuses were going down, and uh, Carly Fiorina said, as much as I love Stanford, I am rooting for Iowa today. Okay, she graduated from Stanford. She's a big Stanford fan. And immediately she flipped to Iowa to placate the voters. Okay. Pandering doesn't work in sports. Sports, there are winners and losers. And I have uh, more than anybody else that you're going to find on YouTube. I am a non-in results person. The wins and losses sometimes can be overrated. But the wins and losses have to count for something. Okay. When you win any national championship in America, you are invited to the White House, not the losing team. Okay. Why are we starting now with LSU women's basketball? Why is that? You should never do that. Never. So I'm going to be honest here. You see the poll question is Caitlin Clark the best athlete? that LSU has played in the past couple of years. Kind of want to change the poll question. Is Caitlin Clark the best athlete that LSU has ever defeated in a championship game? I would say yes. Obviously, you know, Trevor Lawrence would be up there. Um, but still, I have grown to really love Caitlin Clark. I really have. First off, I, I fell in love with her game. Watching her in person, she looks like Steph Curry. She really does. And just her attitude towards all of this she could have said hey you know uh it was disrespectful or whatever like what everyone wants her to say but she said hey i talk trash everybody talks trash she took it like a champion and i'll share this example and i think some of you uh when uh back in 2008 some of you might remember this but brandon spikes okay he was a linebacker for the florida gators all right we were getting our butts kicked by Florida. We were undefeated. We were the defending national champions. It was 2008. We go to Gainesville. They are destroying us. We were talking a lot of trash going into the game. The fans, we were the, once again defending champions and they beat the bejesus out of us. I mean, holy crap. And they get a pick six to start the fourth quarter and Brandon Spikes did the most disrespectful thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, and, and I've never seen another college player do this. He took the football and booted it into the stands. Uh, like quite literally got the football and he punted it. Uh, and I was at this game in Florida and I watched it and I was like, that was pretty freaking cool. Okay. As much as I hated it, as much as I freaking hate the Florida Gators, I hate them more than any other team in the SEC. I am all for talking trash. I am all for it. I don't think, uh, you know, once again, is it disrespecting your opponents? Yeah, it is. It, uh, look, what Angel Reese did was a little over the top. It was a little excessive. It is also being a little bit of a jerk on the court, okay? But Caitlin Clark does it too. Athletes do it all the time. You got plenty of times to kiss and make up down the road. Right. And and chatting on social media and all that stuff. But guess who else was a jerk? Michael Jordan was a jerk. Kobe Bryant was a jerk. Tom Brady. Um, 
was a jerk to Tyron Matthew in the Super Bowl a few years ago to where Tom Brady apologized to Tyron Matthew for something he said to him. It is part of it. And I understand that a lot of people don't like it. I, I get it. I've gotten a lot of DMs on this that a lot of people just do not like the trash talking. You don't like the showboating and all of it. And look, if if that's you, I don't think any less of you. I, I, I don't. Um, but I'm okay with it. I think it adds something to the sport. It adds a little bit more juice. You practice nonstop your entire life to play in these high leverage games and emotions run deep and i love it i freaking love it okay uh we sat to pierce good to see you um so yeah to follow up here with branson i'm happy about that i i am happy about that i would not want to go to the white house as a loser that is just how i am okay so there you go. What's up, Pegasus? Yeah, I'm just repping uh, uh, Stephen Gerard. Forbes says, uh, well, I said, I said hey to you a minute ago. Um, let's see, River Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Huh? Philip Rivers was unbelievable. Now, here's the thing. Something else I'll say is don't talk trash if that's not you. Right, I'm not requiring athletes to talk trash. There are plenty of them that don't. Right, Andrew Luck is famous for complimenting the other team. Tim Duncan didn't talk trash. Derek Jeter didn't talk trash. That wasn't who they were as people. Okay, um, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, though, or Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, it, it was part of it. Right, so you know, to each your own. I get it. Um, I get it. We say hi to Skipper. Hope you're feeling better. Skipper had a procedure today. So there you go. Let's see here. What else do I want to get to at the top of today? What was it? What was it that I wanted to get to? Forgot. Why not Grant Yeni? Longtime friend. LSU Gymnastics competed against SUNY Lee in 2022 and 2023. The answer to your poll question is no. Very interesting. Okay, so SUNY Lee is a U.S. Olympic gold medalist okay um and of course there's nothing you can do in sports that tops winning a gold medal in the olympic games so is suny lee a better athlete than caitlin clark let's see uh the poll question here i should have changed the question is caitlin clark the greatest athlete lsu has faced in the last two years in any sport okay um, I'm just trying to think of who else I, I was Branson. I know you've been pondering it. Who else could be that? I know like Bryce young would be, uh, a, a potential answer to that. Um, uh, 
anybody in basketball? Um, I don't know. Last two years. I was just thinking about that earlier today. I was like, God, it's going to take a long time uh, to go through it. Um, so is Suni Lee better than Caitlin Clark? Uh, I don't know. Let me th- let me think about that for a second. I th- I think this is very interesting. Once again, this is male or female. The best athlete LSU has faced in the last two years. Okay, so here's everything you need to know, uh, Richard, about the uh, Bozier City Card Show coming up. It is the Arklatech Sports Card and Memorabilia Show, April 22nd. Uh, You could screenshot this uh, if you want to, Richard. Everything is right here. It's totally free, and um, I'm teaming up with Ty Christiana, uh, one of my really, really, really good buddies. And, uh, and, and there you go. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, that's why, you know, whenever you're comparing sports, it gets apples to oranges, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought of the poll question earlier today. I would say yes. Like I'm telling you, like I, I watch Caitlin Clark in some of these other games, but seeing her in person, is crazy. She is absolutely a freaking magician. Like the head fakes, the pat. I mean, I know her Steph Curry threes are like the best thing, but it's the passing. Like the passing is just incredible. Um. So yeah, you know, I I I I think she is. I think she is, and you know, it adds to what Kim Mulkey and Bob Starkey and and that staff, Redis and all those guys. Uh, did to get this team ready to go and and blow them out. So, uh, so yeah, I have a lot of respect for Caitlin Clark tonight. I, I really, really, really do. And Angel Reese is a goat. <laughs> the only thing, okay, and you guys come here for objectivity and consistency. All right, this was the only thing that I would disagree with in this whole ordeal that would lose me subscribers. But that's fine. You guys come here for honesty. All right. I hate how the media has, uh, of course, some of the things Angel Reese has been told by major millionaire national media uh, media members, Keith Oberman and, and Dave Portnoy and those guys. It's been way out of pocket, right? Uh, Angel Reese is 20, right? She just... I mean, obviously, she's a superstar. She had a million followers on Instagram. And I do think uh, there there was some double standards that were being applied to this. And it is new to have someone that is a female, a black female at that, be as strong and powerful as she is. And, you know, we're seeing it. Now, is it a little overstated? Probably. But. You could tell some people are very uncomfortable with this. We saw it with Serena Williams, right? It was way worse with Serena, right? Way worse. Some of the things that were said and done uh, to her, and it it sucks. But I'll stand by this until the test of time. I did not meet Angel Reese at the Final Four. I did meet Kateri Poole, who is the reason why Angel Reese is at LSU, and she deserves a lot of credit for that. But I also met Alexis Morris. 
I do think Alexis Morris was a tournament MVP for LSU. I do. Now, that doesn't mean Angel Reese wasn't great, but Alexis Morris was the best player on the floor to where even Magic Johnson uh, tweeted out that Alexis Morris was the best player on the floor. So some of that, you know, obviously over the year, Angel Reese was a better player, but these tournaments are won by experienced point guard, experienced point guards. It always has been. It always will be. Um, you know, even when like, let's say Tyler Hansborough won it all, he had Ty Lawson, right? You got it. I think to win a final four, you got to have experienced guards. So I think Alexis Morris probably uh, should have got the team team MVP, right? Um, the second thing I would say is, and I've always been this way, and this is me just being consistent across all sports. All right, um, I do think Caitlin Clark deserved the tournament MVP overall. No, she didn't win the final game. Um, and of course, I'm a bigger fan of Angel Reese, but I don't think not winning the championship game should absolve you from not winning the tournament MVP, right? And a good example of this is LeBron freaking James. There were so many of these NBA finals that he lost, especially to the Warriors, where he was by far the, the, the MVP of the series, right? It wasn't his fault that Steph Curry had Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, and he had, um, uh, what, Matthew Delvadova was his, the second best player on some of the, on one of those teams because Kyrie got hurt and Kevin Love got hurt or something like that. So I don't think the losing team's player should be absolved of winning the MVP. But obviously I'm still a big Angel Reese fan. I'm signing with Angel Reese on everything. But, you know, Alexis Morris is just so freaking good especially in the fourth quarter of these games. She was so freaking big. Another thing from just watching the tournament, Kim Mulkey made a good point. Like, LSU having a better bench was the reason why we even won the game on, on Sunday because, uh, you know, Caitlin Clark got in foul trouble, and everybody focused on the foul trouble uh, of her, but uh, Angel Reese got in foul trouble. Um, a lot of our best players got in foul trouble, and, uh, obviously, Jasmine Carson and Poa and all those uh, bench players were the ones that, that won us the game. So uh, I, I I do think that's kind of got lost in, in all of this. And I, I, I just think the world of every single one of those players. It would have been closer. I still think we would have won, but those threes kind of put the game out of reach early. So, yeah, I I don't know. I will say this, and I'm glad you brought. I'm, gl I'm glad you bring this up. All right. So, um, I, I shared this story briefly yesterday on AYS, but I'll share it again here. All right. So I I'm I'm at the final four, and I didn't see this. Okay, I I was not close enough to the action. But I've done some digging on this, and it was very interesting that Virginia Tech had a player on the bench. Once again, they were winning, and they had a, let's call it what it is, a selfish player on the bench who was a former five-star recruit, and she got hurt. And Virginia Tech started winning a lot of games while she was out, and she didn't get back into the rotation. So she wasn't playing anymore, and for the second half, she didn't even come out with the team. Okay? so. 
uh, you know, there was some trash talking going on. Angel Reese said something to her on the bench. She's friends with this girl. And I really do believe this. I, I, and, and this is one thing people get wrong about the Angel Reese trash talk, right? Is so many people are making the case if, um, if it is morally right, if it's ethically right, is it good sportsmanship? Is it good gamesmanship? Did Caitlin Clark take the higher road? They, they're, they're trying to turn this into a moral argument, right? When I think all trash talking is fine. I'm, I liked Kevin, Dar Kevin Garnett growing up. Kevin Garnett uh, shouted out LSU basketball recently. Um, Kevin Garnett talked trash. He was he, His trash talk is not I, – I couldn't play it. I would get demonetized. My, my channel would get taken down. Uh, it, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of BANs. Like, it was, it was a lot, right? Uh, it, it could be visceral. It could be very visceral. But the one thing people don't talk about is, was it effective, right? Did Does it work? I think it does. I do think it does. Because Angel Reese barking to the Virginia Tech bench and saying, hey, um, she she yelled out. She said, "Tell him Wu," uh, which was the nickname of of the girl on the bench that left the team at halftime. So she tells him this, and that Angel Reese was in these girls' heads. They started tweeting at Angel Reese after the game, and that lets me know that that Angel Reese gets into the psyche. She is a force to be reckoned with. It worked. I'm telling you, it worked. Uh, whether or not you believe it, that's a different story for a different day. But you could tell Virginia Tech was rattled. You could you could just tell they they had that run in the third quarter and then they choked. Okay. The greatest athlete LSU has ever faced for a national championship is a great Jackie Joyner Kersey of UCLA. Uh, that's a deep cut for you. We should get Lolo Jones on here to talk about that. Yeah, I think Kevin Garnett is the best trash talker of all time. He was great. Uh, John Randall of the Vikings was also very underrated. Uh... Oh, my God. Carter is a LeBron fan. Ha, ha, ha. I am... A watered down Braun fan, right? I'm not a huge Brawny uh, guy, or I, I'm definitely not a Braun sexual. Uh, I, I I like LeBron. Obviously, he is connected to Liverpool Football Club, so uh, that piece of me is going to like LeBron James. Um, obviously, he is a fun player to watch, and I've had the good fortune to see him play. Um, but my guys are always going to be Jordan, Iverson, um, and that era of of guys. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge, huge, huge Bron guy. I don't hate him uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but yeah, um, shout out to Bron. He also defended. 
our girl Caitlin Clark. This how this how I feel too, right? Um, but I'll I'll also I'll also say this, okay? Tyler, good to see you. Okay, I will also say this. I don't I I don't let end results tell the full story, okay? Sometimes, you know, things just don't go your way. Sometimes the ball doesn't bounce your way. LSU this tournament run had a lot of things go their way. They did, okay? Um and I truly do mean this. This team will go down as an all-time great team. They were the first national championship team. But this will not be Kim Mulkey's best team. This will not be Kim Mulkey's best team. Mark my words. There, she will have more dominant national championship teams. Now, they only lost two games. But I think she is going to have one undefeated team at LSU before her career is over. I really do believe that. I do. So, there you go. Now, here's something else I'll mention. Okay. I understand probably more so than any other time in this channel's history. We have talked about other sports, not named football. Okay. Now, something I will say is I do feel like there is a shift that is happening with women's basketball. All right. Now, what do I mean by that? This is a little bit of an outlier year. Okay. The first thing is everybody keeps sharing this graphic that this was the most highly rated women's final. It did help. It was at a Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. It also helped out that this game was on ABC instead of ESPN. Okay. But the truth is there was more interest in this national championship game outside of the Angel Reese versus Caitlin Clark thing. That South Carolina-Iowa game was one of the best games I've ever seen in person. Ever. Ever. The refereeing needs to get fixed. Uh, I'm not going to get into another rant about that. But it's horrible. It is the worst in any, any sport. Okay? It needs fixing in a major way. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But this was the highest rated one. Something else about women's basketball. Yes, the transfer portal is lit. Right, just like it is in every sport. But Angel Reese brought this up um, in an interview recently. I think it was uh, Dragonfly Jones who did this interview. Um, she brought up how you can make more money in women's college basketball than you can in the WNBA with NIL. Remember, the WNBA brands are never going to be bigger than the brands of the universities, right? UConn's brand is big because it is everything UConn, right? Tennessee's brand is big. It's because everything's Tennessee. LSU's brand is big because it's everything LSU, right? Boosie isn't a fan of some random WNBA team. She, he is a fan of LSU, right? That's why he was watching. Boosie brought eyeballs. Tyron Matthew... Justin Jefferson, Devin White, everybody tweeting about this stuff. 
those bring eyeballs to the sport because of those three letters. You heard Kim Mulkey say it. Those three letters carry a lot of weight. But it's all women's basketball. I mean, hell, South Carolina is a brand. You had that entire uh, state behind Don Staley. They had 18,000 people in the building when we played them. Let me repeat, 18,000 people in, in South Carolina Stadium on Super Bowl Sunday when we played them. This, this isn't me saying this just to pump up women's sports or anything like that because they don't need my help. But the one thing that I hear from people, especially 45 and up, right, people that grew up watching Danny Manning and, and those Kansas teams and Lou Alcindor uh, and Bill Walton and those UCLA teams where those players were at those universities two, three, four years. Well, you know, if you have a superstar year in college basketball, you are for sure going to the pros. Okay. That is not the case in women's basketball. So what does that mean? That means we sink our teeth into these athletes. We become enamored with these athletes. We get to know these athletes. They come back for another season instead of just jumping at the opportunity to go to the next level. There is value in that. There is major, major, major value in that. Um, because, it, look, there's plenty of you that love football for just the sport. There's plenty of you that love basketball just for the sport, just for the competition aspect of it. But people really flock to the televisions when they love a story, right? And Kim Mulkey has a story. Angel Reese has a story. Caitlin Clark has a story. Um, Tennessee basketball with the Pat Summit. Uh, the major stories involved in that. You know, it's it's it's. I I do think this isn't just you know some random national championship. I think this was a changing of the guard. Now, what's going to suck is if we ever have a championship game that doesn't have near the quality of players as LSU and Iowa had which could happen, right? This was a really good year when it comes to like WNBA talent, but they can come back. That's what makes it great. Angel Reese for president, okay? Baseball got another run rule. Good stuff. Shout out to everybody that are Nichols fans. So true. So, so, so true. So there you go. NIL for women's basketball, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's nuts. It, it, it really, really, really is nuts. Now, I want to talk some football. All right. I want to shout out Grant Yinny. I have thought about his super chat question for a while. Is Suni Lee a better athlete than Caitlin Clark over the last two years? Uh I'm I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Caitlin Clark over Suni Lee. 
and I want to do it. Yeah, you know, before this weekend, I would say Perk is a what was a bigger star, but Angel Reese is the biggest star on campus. Um, now, if if Perk has a year like he did last year, um, you know, obviously, if he does what he did last year for a full year, he, he's going to be in the Heisman conversation, and then it's it's game over. But you know, th- this 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 did feel historic. I don't know. This weekend felt a little bit different, right? And one thing, okay, so they did the um they did the comparison of LSU versus Alabama and Iowa versus LSU. Okay. And how Iowa versus LSU had more viewers. Okay. One thing and going back, if you really listen to Kim Mulkey, you you do hear some pretty uh, illuminating things. And one thing she said is like timing is everything. You know, I one thing that's very interesting about the LSU Iowa game is everybody kind of knew where they were when they watched it because it was Sunday afternoon at two p.m. Okay, it. There was nothing going on in sports that day. You know, the the the, the Masters is next week. Uh, we're not quite to the NFL draft. There weren't any big NFL free agency news. There just wasn't a whole lot going on in the world of sports. It really just became that thing. It was the story. Um, well, whereas, like, the LSU-Alabama game was, you know, such a fun victory – it, in, in terms of it just being a game, it's one of the most exciting LSU football games of all time. But there's a lot of other college football games going on at the same time. So that's one thing about that that women's game being on Sunday at 2 p.m. It was a national championship game where there was just nothing else going on. And it, it was a big story. And then you got all these A-listers talking about it. It's crazy. Isn't it crazy? The double birds during a game. Uh, there's, I think there's also a still a Foster Moreau given the birds. I believe during an LSU game, shout out to Foster. I hope he's doing uh, well after his diagnosis. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's far worse things that that have happened on 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 TV. Uh, I just I just don't care. Like I just don't like. I remember this, right? I think everybody remembers how freaked out people were when Randy Moss did the fake moon job, right? I will never forget that. Okay. Let me put let me put it up. Dude, the outrage uh over this was so freaking good. Oh man. I mean God. 
Man, I would. God, I freaking love this man so much. Look at that. <laughs> that is so good. Look at that. Type Y for yes, type in for no if you remember this one. <laughs> AP, my guy, what's good, man? I still got my freaking uh, K Doty card right here. Angel Reese has the most NIA deals in any sports 17. That's crazy. Do you remember this one? God, this one was so iconic. Yeah, Brands, you would have been young. Y'all remember, it wasn't necessarily that he did it. But people flipped out. We got some Florida Staters in here. What's up? And my jacket's been a while, man. Oh, they're going to be wrestlers, the Cavenders? That's pretty smart. Angel Reese for Prezi. Let's do it. Oh, Rob's a Duke fan? Oh, come on, Rob. Please. Please. A Dukie? I can't be a Duke fan. That one was great. Terrell Owens on the uh, the Dallas Star. Ah, that was so good. Oh, man, that one was so good. Oh, man. Wait, what is the rule on this? In college, unfortunately, you have to be the fan of one school or, el or all sports, or else you are a certified bandwagon. I don't know about this. I I, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We got some Jasmine Carson love in here. But um, going back, I didn't finish my thought on Jasmine Carson earlier. So Virginia Tech has this player, okay? She leaves the team in the middle of the Final Four, 
Okay. They said she wasn't feeling well. Okay. She leaves her team in the middle of the final four. You are knocking on the door. You they were winning the game. And you weren't playing, so you decided to not come back out with the team in half. And Angel Reese, you know, said something to the bench, got in that girl's head probably, and she said, I, I'm not coming back. Afterwards, the team is, uh, you know, going back and forth with Angel Reese on Twitter, which is just crazy because uh, she was sitting actually a few rows from me while all this was going down. Um, it was nuts. It was absolutely crazy. So here's what's here's what's nuts about it. Jazza Carcacolors had a great second half, but she was a starter, right? If I'm not mistaken, she was a starter, and then she her minutes dwindled, uh, and and LSU what was was had a different lineup, so she still played, and she didn't bicker, she didn't complain, she didn't sabotage the team. And she waited for her moment, and she took advantage of it. I cannot straight state this enough. Being a good teammate is so important. It is not all about you, right? Especially if you're not the star, okay? So, so yeah, I, I truly do believe. Um, I truly do believe in being a good teammate. And good things happen when you become a good teammate. Okay. And she might be. It makes a lot of sense. She she's really good friends with Angel Reese. They were teammates at Maryland. Uh and I hope she comes here and drops 50 a game. But you do not do that. I don't I don't it's just I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Part of why LSU has been so good in sports is uh, they there's a lot of good teammates, right? They've had a lot of good people on these teams. And that, that's what got everybody fired up. And the entire Virginia Tech team was retweeting this girl uh, that called her out. On, on our BS. So if she comes to LSU, I once again, I'm a cheer for her. I hope she drops 50. You don't do that, though. You don't do that. It's a big thing for me, being a good teammate, being there for somebody else, even if you're not a part of the rotation, right? Because there are plenty of people, plenty of, plenty of women out there that play college basketball their entire lives that want to play in a Final Four, right, where millions of people are watching you, okay? Pierce is an all-in type of person. So you you are a believer if you are a you, you need to be a fan of all sports. Okay. So growing up, I was a Michigan State basketball fan, right? Because I saw Morse Peterson and uh Mateen Cleaves win that final four, and I fell in love with Michigan State. 
growing up, I uh, loved the um, I, I loved the college game. I I did. Um, I love the color green as well. And uh, I I just became a fan of Michigan State. That's kind of faded over the years. I still pull for Tom Izzo because uh, of Mateen Cleese, Mo Pete, and those guys. But but yeah, you know I I think I mm, <sighs> okay. I'll, I'll say this. LSU football um I don't think you could be a fan of like LSU football and then also be a fan of Wisconsin football unless you have a family member that plays for the team or something like that or you know someone right so yeah I just I just think you're you're uh you're a, a one fan kind of person I like whoever's playing Alabama okay Roger Dodger. What's up, buddy? Carter, we don't know the whole story. It's being said that the coach had a few players in a personal chat group that excluded her, and they were trash-talking her. Okay. So, hear me out. All right? That very well could be the case. And if that is the case, that obviously illuminates more to the story. But... If that was the case, why did you suit up for the Final Four? If that was so bad, why would you suit up and then not come out for the second half, which is a massive distraction in the middle of the game? Okay, Um, I get that. And if that's the case, so be it. All right. But. Okay. I don't mind players entering the portal. I don't mind players if, like, a few Michigan players this year, one of which was voted a team captain, uh, the backup quarterback, Cade McNamara, and the tight end both entered the portal before the college football playoff even began. I think it's crappy. I think if you're going to the playoff, finish what you started, but they wanted to go somewhere else. All right. So be it. So be it. But if you suit up for the game and then at halftime say, yeah, I'm not feeling this. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. And I, I did I don't know you too well, AP, but I think you would be someone that says, hey, if that if that was that was me. I'm 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 not sure if everybody on the team was bad mouthing her. You're hurting a lot of people. Okay. Sherry Berry, what's good? Our LSU women's basketball expert is actually here. Uh so Sherry's like, hey. You guys, I've been following the team all year long, okay? And 
you predicted this. You predicted that they were actually going to get it done. Good to see you. Rick K is in the his A. What's up, baby? All right. Are you allowed to be a fan of more than one team in college sports for Branson Cat? 52% of you say no. 48% of you say yes. How about that? Now, a few other football things. Um, all right, let's go to this. Have to respectively disagree. The same thing happened to Kelly Bryant and Dabo Swinney, and Dabo kept his ring. Clemson doesn't beat AM that year without Bryant. Okay. Once again, different situation here because, uh, you know, Kelly Bryant didn't leave at halftime of a championship game. Okay. Um, which is still, it, it's still mind blowing to me, unless something truly crazy was said. Uh, or you really were sick, or whatever the case may be. Now, should Kelly Bryan have still been able to keep the championship ring? Yes, he still should have been able to keep the championship ring. I'm not disagreeing with you here. Um, but at the same time, Dabo uh, told Kelly Bryan, if I'm not mistaken, 2018 was the first year that you could play four games or less. Um, uh, if you play four games or, or 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 less, you get a red shirt and you get an extra year. So Kelly Bryant was getting beat out by True Fresh and Trevor Lawrence, and Coach Sweeney went up to Kelly Bryant and said, "Look, what I want you to do is make a decision. You can stay and finish out the year, but you are no longer the starter." So Kelly Bryant said, "Look." I'm no longer the starter. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go play another year at Missouri. And he did, and he was a fine quarterback at Missouri. Should he have given the ring to Kelly Bryant? Yes, because Kelly uh, led them to the playoff the year before as well. But at the same time, you know, Kelly Bryant did something selfish, right? He said, all right, I could stay and be the backup and be the backup for this team. Or I can quit the team and go get a full year somewhere else. Now, here's the thing. Dabo could have lied to him and said, look, I want you to stay around, uh, which would have been better for the team, by the way. But Dabo did the noble thing and told Kelly Bryan, hey, you're no longer going to be the guy. Now, if Dabo would have told Kelly Bryan, hey, Look, if you leave the team now, um, you you are no longer with the team. You, you're not going to get you know a playoff ring or anything like that. If he was up front with them, that obviously leaves no debate. But I do agree, ultimately, he should have gave him the ring. Let's go to Billy here. At the end of the day, you're, you're on athletic scholarship and you play the game you dearly love. Uh, you should go out and compete no matter what the income of the situation. Exactly. And once again, I really do mean this. All right. 
in a way, I respect it. I look down on it, but in a way, I respect it. Because you are showing your true colors if you say, hey, this is about me. I'm not playing. I'm not getting playing time, so I don't give a rip, okay? That's pretty bold to do. <laughs> it's a pretty bold thing to do. It's a pretty bold thing to do. But ultimately, I do agree with this. But if you want a fresh start and go somewhere else, all the power to you. Just don't quit during the game. Or or don't don't show up. So yes, it is true, Branson. You can redshirt even if it is not your first year. Okay. Um and uh and yeah, so that's what's made this era of college athletics very weird. Right, because the 2018 rule was just put in place. Then in 2020, you were getting the year of of everybody getting an extra year. Uh, so there you go. Pierce follows up. I understand that, and I took exception to him visiting Mizzou in season. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I'm I'm kind of, you know, I I remember the situation, but I don't remember like every last detail about it. So let me see this. Okay. Oh, okay. This is what I wanted to bring up here. Who is the MVP of the national championship uh, for LSU? You know what's interesting? I was going through yard per play data uh, for the LSU football team. Okay. And one thing that is very amazing to me. Okay. Now, hear me out. Is when LSU goes on the road, all right, they are not nearly as good as they are at home. Okay, and I know a lot of you are going to say, well, no, duh, but it truly is amazing. There are years when LSU's five worst yard per play games are all games away from Tiger Stadium. Okay, sometimes it's offensive, sometimes it's defensive, but LSU is significantly better at home under the lights in Death Valley. Right. And you hear players talk about it all the time, the home field advantage. Um, it's it's crazy. Right. Even 2019 LSU. Right. Offensively, they were good everywhere. But defensively, 2019 LSU, everyone talks about how bad the defense was. Uh, they only had five games where they gave up 30 points or more. All five of them were away from Tiger Stadium. OK, they were all road games. All right. Road games or neutral side or whatever. So, 
home field matters. Now, what does that have to do with women's basketball? It has a lot because the reason why Angel Reese came to LSU is because Katari Poole, according to um, Kim Mulkey in, at the podium, said uh, that Katari Poole went to Kim Mulkey and said, hey, would you be interested in Angel Reese? And Kim Mulkey said, no, duh. Angel Reese, the five-star, has a great player at Maryland. Um, of course, you take Angel Reese. So then you begin to dig, and I was digging through this recently. Uh, Katari Poole, why did she come to uh, LSU? Okay, now if you don't know who that is, this is her with your boy right here. And she said, while she was at Ohio State, she had never really been in a home court environment like LSU's. So when she was with Ohio State, she fell in love with the environment at LSU. So the reason why Paul came to LSU is because of you, the fans. And the reason why Angel Reese is at LSU is because of Paul. Now, what does this mean? What am I what am I bringing up here? What is it what is the main point? It goes back to what Kim Mulkey said. The letters LSU. There is a connection between LSU and its fans that is very deep. You feel something. It's unique. The colors purple and gold is unique. The fans are unique. The food is unique. The culture is unique. The standards are unique. The environment is unique. The the people that support this school are unique. The athletes that come from this school, the Shaquille O'Neal's, the Joe Burrow's, unique, right? There's a swagger. There's an edge to it. And why is that? The fans. The school, the university, it allows you to be yourself. It's a big part of what LSU actually is. So, you know, it's you. It's you. Okay? It's us. It's LSU fans. Now, you may never dribble a ball. You may never put on a pad. You may never step foot on a playing apparatus for any LSU uh team or whatever in fact there's a lot of lsu fans that have never been to baton rouge period okay but you mean something the environment you set the fan base goes a long way it really does okay tell them pressure tell them That's it. And you can clip that and post it on TikTok. It is you. You. You carry weight. The Sherry Berries that sit and watch every game and support. Goes a long way. Only one team in major college and one team smaller college. And, and this is also uh, 
some of it as well. If, I, if I'm getting your point here wrong, pressure, please. Uh, and you know, it's funny. I've had this tweet in my drafts. I swear to God, Anastasia will had this tweet. Uh, she said, there's something about when LSU wins, it always causes chaos. And I wanted to send this tweet out for some reason. I didn't, uh, I don't know why my Twitter on power LSU is kind of blown up because I've tweeted a bunch of Alexis Morris stuff, like just consistently, I'm to the point now where I have contemplated punching myself in the face because I butchered my selfie with her at the Final Four. I've got to meet Alexis Morse again and get a better selfie or get her on here. Um, like, because I, I, she's a short queen, a short king, short queens. You got to stick together, right? They hate us. Because they ain't us. For some reason, LSU just has an us versus them kind of quality to it. I don't know why that's the case. Um, I've talked to Van about this a lot, right? Former guest. Van Lathan. I, we, I talked to him about this earlier tonight, honestly. I don't know why it, I, I, it doesn't. There's something about it. There's something about it. I do think, though, part of what makes LSU athletics so powerful is, is the brand and the colors and all of it. But it's also, it's a monopoly, right? LSU has a monopoly on the state of Louisiana. It does, right? And there's something to be said about everybody in the state behind one thing, right? One parified thing. Now that would change if Tulane went to the Big 12 or Big 10 or something like that. So uh it, it's 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 a very very real thing though. Okay? But yeah, I've had that tweet in in the drafts. Uh, so yeah, now we are an hour into it. I've touched on everything that I wanted to talk about tonight. I know it's been a lot of women's basketball tonight. Um, I know some of you are ready for me to just get back into my football breakdowns, but this is great, right? This is really, really cool. Um, you know, out of your Mike, uh, not too long ago, reach out. Uh, he doesn't comment a whole lot or whatever. And uh, he said, hey, you know, I'm a girl dad, and this meant a lot to me uh, to see that the women did this. And we've talked about the girl dads of PHL. This means a lot to you guys as well, right, and gymnastics and softball and all of it being good too. Danny, what's up? Okay, now, something else today. LSU did hire a new recruiting staffer. Um, pretty cool stuff. Uh, I've already forgotten her name, but welcome, right? Uh, but outside of that, there's really just not a whole lot of football news. I think a lot of us are just waiting for the um, – 
a lot a lot of us are waiting for the defensive line coach to be hired. Um, I do want to bring up something that Hugh Freeze uh, said yesterday, okay? And I did a whole video on this today on Power Hour SEC, okay? Um, what's up, Creed 3? Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. Cole, good to see you. What's up, Simp? My guy, what's good, brother? Uh, but yeah, here's what we're going to do. If you guys want to chat about anything under the sun, feel free to super chat. Okay, I think uh, our, our our two super chatters tonight, um, AP, American Patriot, he, he super chats every live stream. And uh, every time Grant's here, he drops a $5 super chat. So anything that you guys want to talk about, feel free to super chat it, and we will go straight to it. Okay, uh, let's go to Zach. Okay, should money moan and Big Seal get rings too, in your opinion, for building the program to where it is? Okay, it's a good question. Um, and and this is shared with a lot of people. So Simone Augustus and Sylvia Fowles. Okay, you can make a strong case that they that they're better than uh, they're the two best women's basketball players ever at LSU. And Simone Augustus in particular was very involved with the team uh, on this final four run. Okay. Um, one day I'll share my, my connection to Simone Augustus. It's a pretty cool one. Um, I think no. Uh, I, I, I do. I do think there is a way you can honor them though. Obviously Simone Augustus has a freaking statue. So uh, obviously that was pretty cool. And there's a photo of Simone Augustus and Angel Reese when she was younger uh, that went kind of viral earlier this year. Um, it's kind of like the Caitlin Clark, Jill Biden thing from earlier. Number one, I don't think those two players would want that because then that, uh, you know, they were such team players. They kept saying that, uh, that they would say, Hey, if we get them, then, what about Kayla Pointer? What about uh, so-and-so? So I, I don't think that they would accept them. But there are some ways you can honor them. Obviously, you know, Simone Augustus has a freaking statue. I don't know if she would want anything else. And her number's retired. Uh, and Sylvia Fowles obviously went to all those Final Fours. Uh, those are the top two, obviously, two of the best uh, athletes. Pierce, thank you so much uh, for the generous... Venmo here really goes a long way. And Pierce, any topic you want to bring up, go right on ahead. If you want to talk more, Kelly Bryant will happily do that. Um, Jared, thank you for the super chat. I really do appreciate it. Okay. Um, so Zach, I love those two women. I do as much as any of these players on the current team. Um, but championship rings belong to the teams that, uh, to the players that are on the team. Here's another good example, Zach. Um, for for recency bias, okay. Uh, so Simone Ghost, uh, Simone Augustus, and and Sylvia Fowles, we, our program wouldn't be where it is without those two, okay. So let me ask you this, right? Should Devin White get a ring for the 2019 LSU Tigers? Devin White was at the Final Four this weekend. Uh, should he get a ring? No. 
Okay. Now, Devin White was a big reason why the Orgeron era got going, right? Uh, you know, the 2017 year was tough. We lost to Troy, and he kind of took over the locker room as a younger player on the team. And then the next week, we beat Florida in the swamp because Devin White was a freak of nature in that game. Then 2018, we're a really good team. Uh, you know, the, the 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 famous Devin White targeting call versus Mississippi State. There was a clip with Nick Fitzgerald not too long ago who said um, uh, that, that said uh, Nick Fitzgerald said that was a bad targeting call or whatever. Does the Alabama game change? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Devin White, does, should he should he get a ring uh, for what 2019 did? Do we win it all in 2019 if Devin White didn't help build the positive momentum in, in the Orgeron era? You know, it opens up a Pandora's box. So I am a believer if you are on the current team, whether you're Joe Burrow or if you're a third-team walk-on scout team kicker, okay, if you are on that team, you get a ring. Okay, if you're not, you don't, okay? Now, does Sylvia Faust deserve a statue? I don't know. I'll, I'll let the statue deciders determine that. But, but yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, Devin White would want one. I don't. If that's the case, give me a ring, too, for being a super fan. D. White, one gazillion percent should, in my mind. Ed begged him to go pro instead of returning. So Pierce believes that Devin White should get a ring. Once again, I, I just think, you know, it just opens up a Pandora's box. It, it just does. Like, then then Foster Moreau probably deserves one too, right? Or, But it is a little bit different because Devin White could have come back, and obviously we would have been better with him than without him. Um, but, yeah, you know, then again, let's just, let's just say Devin White, for instance. If you were to give – Devin White a ring, then that in a way discounts what Glenn Dorsey did, right? Because Glenn Dorsey was like Devin White. As a junior, Glenn Dorsey would have been a first-round pick. He decided to come back. He actually played on the championship team, got hurt during that championship run, and wasn't the same player after what Auburn did to his knee, okay? So then, you know, if I'm Glenn Dorsey, I would say, hey, I decided to come back and uh, and help this team win it all. I wanted to be a part of the team. So, so yeah, I, I, I think – then it becomes well. What about the guys that 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 did make the decision to come back and 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 all of that?
once again, Devin White did end up getting the Super Bowl ring. So I appreciate it. Big thanks to all the super chats coming in. Pierce so far, our so far our top super chatter. Don't forget, I'm just gonna say he's coming. But Pierce will be at the April 22nd card show in Bocher City. He was at the last one, so. And that's true, right? It, it, well, in particular, the Texas game. Uh, but you, you, you are right. You're definitely right. Now, uh, I will get into what Hugh Freeze had to say. All right, so on Power Hour SCC, I did a full video on this. So I'm going to let you uh, watch it um, after this video is over, okay? But since we are on this topic that I wanted to get to, okay, I got to be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can. My spring practice video breakdowns do really well on here, okay, um, where I take the practice footage and I, I cut it up and I talk about the team and what I'm seeing and all of that, and it does really well. I love doing the videos. I really, really, really do, okay? Um, so I am to a point, though. Okay, because I feel like transparency is, is, is important. Okay. I am to the point where spring football is very antiquated and there are needs to be something done about it. Not, I think something needs to be done. I think there needs to be something done. I, I, I'm not going to say spring football is useless because it's not useless, right? Especially for a first-year coach. But Hugh Free suggested that you have a scrimmage against another team, okay? It would make more sense if that team is a non-Power 5 team uh, where, you know, your schemes could be a little bit more basic, and Hugh Free said, "You don't have to hit the quarterbacks. We can do. You could do something about that. I think, though, even with hitting the quarterbacks, a spring scrimmage is a no freaking brainer. Okay, it's 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 too easy in my mind. Um, do it. Do it." Okay, and I, I I know anytime I bring up anything, and I, I looked, I, I I'll occasionally be able to see this. I, I lost fifteen viewers bringing it up. I I understand that it's not the most popular thing uh, to to talk about, but I know a lot of people disagree with me on this. It gives you something to work towards, right? It gives you something to prepare for. It gives your players and coaches something to strive towards. And 
it doesn't make all of this feel useless, right? Um, I think it just makes too much sense. I do, okay? College football is the only version of football, and it is the only version of sport that we have where there is no preseason. The only version of any team sport that you can think of that doesn't have a preseason scrimmage of some sort. It is laughable that this happens. Laughable. Okay. And it's got to change. High school football does it. No problem. The NFL does it. No problem. They have intra-squad scrimmages. They have preseason games. It makes too much sense. And I, 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 I've got to say, uh, it, it's it's overdue. Yeah, I, I brought it up on here before. I've brought it up on other shows before, and I know it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse here. And whenever I do these outside the box like things, it it falls on deaf ears. Just talk about the current team, and don't just prod at things that you don't like. But I I just think it would make too much sense. I really would. Um, play Northwestern or, or or somebody. It doesn't even have to be a Power Five school. It could be an FCS school. Um, uh, it, it could be an exhibition. It doesn't count anything against your team, and that way you have an idea of what your roster could look like. Now. Why should this matter to you as an LSU fan? Okay. Well, in particular, it's big for LSU because of something that I ranted about last week, or actually it was two weeks ago. LSU challenges themselves to start almost every season. Okay. They play a week one game where it is a difficult team. Okay, we we having Florida State back to back years. We played UCLA, and now we got USC coming up in twenty twenty four. Right, a dress rehearsal gives you something. Okay, you can't learn anything scrimmaging against your own team. You you, you really can't. Um, you might learn a thing or two if somebody just flat out just stinks. Uh, but, you know, you always kind of know what the other team's doing. You always kind of know how they play. And and it, it's just better. It's just better. Okay? And I just think there's infinite possibilities you can do with this. Once again, I'm not suggesting LSU go play Wisconsin or or or, or whatever. Give these players something to do in the spring. Just, just do it. Uh, but that's not here nor there. Okay.
a brick. Jake Flint's doing an amazing job. I agree. Seems like Brian Kelly is in lockstep and uh, and in agreement with him. That's obviously really good. I will bring this up. I I know uh, we've done more like uh, like just Facebook stuff. I had one Facebook post go viral. We're up to 98 followers on Facebook. How about that? That's big time right there. Facebook.com. Slash, what is it, Power LSU? I think that's the name. What's up, pizza? I'm at pizza at uh, the last April 22nd. Get together. Let's see here. There's some stuff mixed in here. It's me with Kev. Um, we play a spring game against ourselves. Why not play against someone else and cut injuries in half and make it more entertaining and better development? Yeah, so spring game against someone else. Now, I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, I do want to shout out one of our super chatters this evening, Zach Rome. Okay, so Rome was the champion of the PHL Bracket Challenge. Big congrats to Zach Rome. Uh, He was a patron champion. Okay, the main winner... Make sure I get his name right. He shot me a message on Instagram. Okay. Was Andrew Morgan. Shout out to Andrew Morgan. Okay. Dang, Pelicans lost tonight. That was me signing pizza's hat. I think the fans need a statue. So which fans? Pressy Collection. Shout out to Pressy Collection. PressyCollection.com. Will, what's good? Long time no see. Good to see you. So there you go. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're near the 90-minute mark. I do not want this to end. But currently working on a few film studies for Patreon. Don't forget, join our Patreon.com slash LSU football community. Discord has been popping lately. So that gets you access to the Discord and all that good stuff. All right? So here's what we're going to do. In the next five minutes, five minutes or whatever, uh yeah man see you there i'll answer as many questions as we possibly can okay we have chatted a lot of women's basketball tonight maybe that's something permanent 
when you know football season starts. Probably will be, considering how good Kim Mulkey's going to be. Um, but obviously, we're a football channel, so anything at this point that you want to talk about. If you want to talk NFL, you want to talk Lamar Jackson, you want to talk football cards, you want to talk whatever. You can ask it in the next five minutes. But if you do Super Chat, we'll keep going. We'll keep going all night. We'll keep going till tomorrow. We'll keep going till April 22nd if you want to. I don't care. My laptop is plugged up. I'm right here. I ate some chicken enchiladas before I jumped on here. So I, I am energized and ready to go. I'll put my hat on backwards. You need a pressure chain? Ah! Carter, will you give baseball that same treatment when they win it all? Yeah. So I do want to show you this. Okay. Um, so I want to become invested in baseball in some shape, form, or fashion. Okay. Uh, so this was given to me by a PHL viewer, Ty. And it is a Dylan Cruz autographed jersey. Pretty cool stuff. That's cool. So I was getting ready to get a Dylan Cruz uh, autograph something. And uh, my buddy Ty hooked me up. So uh, pretty cool stuff. I, I Dylan stuff is getting pretty expensive um, now. So pretty freaking excited about that. Shout out to uh, Dylan. Tommy Tanks apparently hit a few home runs today. So shout out to them. Now, like I always say, I keep up with LSU baseball. I watch as much as I possibly can. Uh, I love the game of baseball. Now that there is a pitch clock and games are going a little bit quicker. Uh, but the, you guys probably know more about baseball than I do. South Alabama. Let's go. Schnellner out coached. I don't know what you're referencing here, but good to see you. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with the Branson. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have many baseball collectibles. What is a pitch clock and what does it do? Um, so when you get on the mound, you have, what, 20 seconds to pitch now, and the batter's got to get in the box quicker. And it starts once the uh, the last pitch is over. Or I think that's it. Um, so, yeah, I've seen Major League Baseball times across uh, uh, across the way. Just go down.
Okay. It was nothing. It was nothing. There wasn't there was no clock. Okay. I do want to show you this right here. Ain't no pressure, baby. Pitch clock should be five seconds. I love it. But I'm glad Alexis got that moment. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I'm telling you. It opens up doors. Goes a long way. I'm telling you that much. Now, unfortunately, that was not the most famous first pitch of this offseason. I don't know how many more times the Meg the Stallion uh, first pitch is going to get replayed on Twitter. But my goodness gracious, uh, it's been replayed a lot. Not by me. I, I watched it one time. I was a one-time only guy. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Alexis Morris. I butchered the selfie with her though. Butchered it. Butchered it. I I tried to I I tried to get something out of it, but butchered it. Sherry, proud PHL patron, Sherry. It's grown on you. Zion looking 80 LeBron were in this draft as prospects with Wimby. What order would they go in? Uh, hmm. Okay, as prospects, uh, Luca was Luca's not the worst player here, but he would go last in terms of prospects because all the other four were like clear cut uh, number ones. Um, th this is going to come down to Wimby and LeBron first overall. Yeah, I, I still think Wimby goes number one over LeBron. Uh, but it was just such a different, it was such a different time when LeBron came out. I don't know. It's either one of those two in, in, in terms of who would go number one overall. 
but Luca Luca would definitely be last here, and then AD would be second to last, and LeBron would be or excuse me, Zion would be third. I think first and second. But once again, that's just them as prospects. Now, in terms of them in the prime of their careers, I mean, it, it, it's also kind of tough. Um. I will say this. I, I I do think, all right, no matter if Zion comes back for the playoffs or not and we go on a run, um, it is, it, it's, I'm a little shocked at how much people have soured on Zion this year. And I don't know. I, it, it, we were talking about Louisiana sports fans. You know, th- th- there are little like New York sports fans. Louisiana sports fans could be very ruthless. They just can. I do think if Zion was in a little bit more of a laid back market, like the fans would be a little bit more like open to him missing all these games. I am kind of shocked at how many people have soured on Zion. Um, and I know injuries are part of it, but it's just true. Like just the negativity has, has increased. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Win Binyana hype is just insane. So, so you really do think Dylan Cruz is him? Yeah, you know, I really do. Like he is. No doubt, like the like we're we're looking at. You're talking about like a Simone Augustus, Joe Burrow, uh, level talent. So you think you think pressure that you think that there's more to like the Zion stuff than than just the injury. You you're just like I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm interested in, in in what you're saying here. Yeah, I, I I talked to her uh, yesterday, actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, she's still holding it down for the PHL Nation. We got some Michael Thomas chatter in here.
Take a look at the latest poll question. Are you allowed to be a fan of more than one team in college sports? Branson says, uh, for Branson, he says, yes, you are. One season of 60-plus games. It's true. Here's the thing that's it's really, uh, really good about it for, like, Zion, right? Uh, like, the NBA players have, and I, I didn't, I, I, there are some things in the latest CBA for the NBA that just didn't make a lot of sense to me, but, you know, the NBA players still get their money, like, fully guaranteed, right? You can sit out, low manage, and still get paid in full. Okay, the only thing is you now you have to play a certain number of games to be considered for postseason awards. What does that mean? I mean, so what? (laughs) The fully guaranteed stuff is just crazy to me. Like, so Clay Thompson missed two full seasons for the Warriors, two full seasons. And during that two full season stretch, he received $70 million just in salary from the team. $70 million, Okay. That is an obscene amount of money. That's just for two seasons. So that doesn't include all the other seasons, right? And, he, and he's an all time, you know, he's an all timer. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but $70 million, $70 million. 70 million didn't play a second two full seasons out 70 million so when you're hurt you still get paid right now i know like it's your regular job if you're hurting you miss time there's you know comp and all that stuff that 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 you you can make but eventually you're gonna get let go if you're gonna miss two full years of 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 work it is very interesting cj mccollum is so trash and overpaid it's ridiculous how david griffin has kept his job yeah, CJ's not been great this year. Um, but then again, you know, he, he's the number three on this team, right? Like, I mean, how much of this can you really put on him? Yeah, the sneaker blow up was just so crazy. That's just such a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Oh yeah, trust me, it's it's a great deal for for Clay, and it, he is a hard worker. I'm not saying he's not. It's just, you know, when you're hurt, you, you still get, you know, the full amount. So, you know, what's what's the point of rushing back, right? Like. 
There is none, especially when the only thing you're judged on are, are, are the playoffs. And I still I still think the NBA playoffs is the worst thing that has ever happened to the sport. Now, it has always been this same format, but, you know, we can get into – we've gotten into this debate before, but uh, I, I just – I don't know. There, there's just a lot. Like, for instance, I would never, ever plan an NBA trip to go to a game at the end of the season, okay? Because now teams are losing on purpose, right? The the Wizards are fully tanking. They have shut down Beal. They have shut down everyone. They started a lineup tonight that play, uh, that's played six minutes together, okay? So, you know, I, man, it is, it, it is absurd. It is ab freaking absurd. Like, and now there's teams that will, will, will tank with the playoff seed just for first round and second round matchups. I'm shocked that the, that, uh, they're going to have this tournament in the middle of the season. I just would have made a lot more radical changes in the NBA that I think would have been more embraced by fans in the NBA PA. But, you know, it's, it is what it is, right? I still think the NBA could be, in America, as big as the NFL. I really do believe it. I really, really, really do believe it. Uh, but you know, if you're if if the owners are still making money and the players are still making full salaries, there's really is no incentive to to change it. Fans are still going to play full price and plan to go on these trips just to get disappointed to see players healthy scratch. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, the injuries weren't from that incident, but it was a kind of like no one has ever seen a show a shoe blow up like that. That was like the first like real holy crap, this dude is different. Like he is quite literally built different. CJ's getting paid $33 million a year right now. You know, way this ain't part the problem. Yeah, but I don't think you can fully blame David Griffin on that. Number one, CJ wanted to come to New Orleans, right? Uh, that, that was very clear. Uh, and number two, like he's been a good leader, teammate, all that good stuff. Number three... New Orleans has never signed a big free agent who really wanted to be here, right? It's hard. New Orleans is not a free agent destination. It's just not. like, And there's not many teams that are like these 
big superstar free agent destinations. You know, it's just it's just how it is. Great idea. Not a good idea. Great idea. Uh, but you know, I just think that was, I just think that was minor potatoes, uh, on, on what needed to get fixed. Let's see here. Let's see here. Victor Winbignana. Victor Winbignana. There you go. Now, tonight, I appreciate all the support. Don't forget, join our PHL Patreon. It goes an absolute long way in helping build what we are doing here on Power Hour LSU. Shout out. This is his first time winning this crown. Pierce is the top super chatter tonight. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your friendship. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, man. Don't forget, I'm looking at Reed. I'm looking at Pegasus. I am looking at who else here doesn't have any PHL merch. I am a cat's got him some PHL merch. PowerHourLSU.com slash shop. If you don't have a Power Hour LSU t-shirt yet or a hoodie, what are you doing?
get to it, okay? It is power, our LSU, baby. Boom! And tonight, we are doing... Oh, look. Come on, let's say hi, come on. I don't do a stretch. Don't do a stretch. He did a stretch for. Tonight we're doing chicken enchiladas, baby. Let's go. Ah, ah, ah. Let's go.